0: Jayla was taking a while in the bathroom, so this is going to be a shorter one.
1: Yeah, sorry. It's
0: okay. <laughs> I still love you. I thought we were going to be done in the bathroom, meaning cleaning up and all that stuff, like forty five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. The, the,
1: the, the, yeah, I and and also too, there was no way that I could keep time either. That's true. Yeah, so I didn't really. I lost kind of. Um, I lost track of time, too, because the water felt so good.
0: It does feel really good in there. I love that your water gets nice and hot.
1: Yeah, I love it, too. Believe
0: me. I love a cold drink and a hot shower.
1: I would agree. (laughs) I would agree. Not necessarily
0: at the same time, though.
1: No. 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 I, I I like cold drinks and hot showers, too. But I also like hot drinks. Yeah. And hot showers.
0: Did we ever talk about this, how I had an ex... Who used to like to drink wine on her bathtub. So she would turn on the bathtub. Yeah. Um, I guess somewhat late at night. Yeah. Put in some hot water. Grab a bottle of wine and just go and chill out in the bathtub.
1: If you can do that, yeah. I'm just afraid of dropping something in the bathtub.
0: Well, apparently mm-hmm. she was telling me you know, years and years ago that okay. she was reading online that sometimes when people do that, they die. This is apparently a thing that some women are into.
1: But then why would she do that then?
0: I don't know. She's kind of out there.
1: Okay. So so sometimes, well, I can imagine that if you're um in a bathtub and you're not cognizant of what's going on because you're getting drunk or, or whatever it is or drinking however many or maybe just a bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. And if you're... And if you're prone to getting tipsy off of a little bit of wine, I can imagine how a a woman would be able to drown in there. I guess so. Yeah. Um, I never eat anything when I'm in my bathtub or drink anything for that matter because I'm afraid I'm going to drop something in the bathtub. That's fair. And, like, I would never dare eat chocolate when I'm in a bathtub.
0: I know. Some people are weird.
1: That just reminds me of the um, scene he told me about, oh, 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 it was in Deuce Bigelow. Yeah,
0: where Eddie Griffin, (laughs) they're in the hot tub. He drops his ice cream comb and then picks it up and licks it.
1: (laughs) And that just grossed me out. So, yes, I'm afraid of something falling in, you know, falling into my bubbles. You know what I
0: mean? I hear you. I don't think I've ever eaten them in the bathtub.
1: So then okay, so but she likes she liked doing that.
0: I never did this with her. This is what she told me she liked to do.
1: But she but 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 did she stop doing that when she told you this or was she still admitting to The fact that she did it even though she read that article about women dying in the bathroom,
0: She said that this was one of her hobbies Mm -hmm. and that she had just started to read articles that apparently women have died in the process of this. Because I guess what happens is your body is dehydrated, you drink the wine, and then some women fall asleep and they drown in the water.
1: I don't understand why she would continue to do that.
0: I don't know, babes.
1: But then some people are weird like that. I wouldn't... No, I wouldn't do that. Um, I don't know how that... I don't know how that... I mean, I heard that alcohol does absorb a lot of that. Mm-hmm. So you're not getting hydrated with alcohol. You would get hydrated with water. Um, But I, I, I can understand how women would be able to drown in there. And
0: also, wine makes you very mellow. I would imagine. So I guess I could see where something like that would happen. But yeah. it also could have just been an internet room that this women died yeah
1: but it sounds absolutely plausible though i guess it sounds possible and plausible that a woman could fall in there and drown
0: i was watching a thing about the most expensive bottles of wine ever sold earlier this week because sometimes i go down these weird luxury rabbit holes yeah stuff i'm never gonna buy at least not in this lifetime (laughs) Yeah. I always have to put that little caveat there in case Uh I come back as, you know, a trillionaire or something. Right. But, uh uh-oh, somebody's calling my little Jilo.
1: It's a text. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a text. Uh Uh-oh. It might just be the Zoom link or something.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because we hadn't gotten it yet. Uh
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: Anyways, back to the wine. (laughs) What?
1: No, the way that you said it. Anyways, back to the wine. Thank you.
0: So there was this one bottle that was bought in like the 1980s for I don't know a couple hundred thousand dollars by this really pretentious rich dude yeah. who threw a ceremony at this hotel to celebrate the fact that he bought this bottle of wine. Wow. And according to the internet, mm-hmm. who knows if this is true or not, mm-hmm. there was a clumsy later waiter who accidentally knocked the bottle over and broke it.
1: <gasps> Uh-oh.
0: That seems a little bit hard to believe,
1: though. Not good. Yeah. Not good at all.
0: I've heard that owning a winery is really hard.
1: Well, owning anything is hard.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but this is like next level difficulty. Like it's really, I burped in the middle of difficulty. Yeah. It's really difficult to make money in the wine industry, and a lot of people Hmm. go broke doing it. Like more than your average business.
1: Even though it, you know, the, well, I would imagine the expenses. Mm Mm-hmm. You would have to have um, the resources to open a winery, and then you have to obtain a lot of wines. Yeah. I, I get that.
0: I remember thinking it was weird that Francis Ford Coppola went into that industry. Why is that? Just because he was this famous director... And apparently now there was some movie mm-hmm. that he wanted to make, but he couldn't get the financing for it. It's supposed to be a $120 million budget. Mm-hmm. So he mortgages his winery. Wow. That's the word on the street. Okay. Yeah.
1: What I don't understand. So I know that you knew that um, Drew Barrymore had a really bad drug and alcohol. Oh, yeah. Problem. We talked about the wine thing before. Yeah, oh, we did? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I just thought it was very odd that she would get into wine Um, a winery, uh, you know, having like a um a winery or something, or getting into making wine. I don't know. I don't know. I just it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, if you had a problem with something, or um, if you had an addiction to something, why would you later get into that? I don't know.
0: I hear you, but she could have just been an investor, and also too, when you grow. Grow a little bit older, you realize that her issue might not have been alcoholism, it might have been access, and maybe she just abused the access that she had to certain things. So yeah. it's possible that she can drink a regular amount of alcohol and be fine.
1: I just don't understand that because I would think that since they had a bad addiction to the substance, they wouldn't want it at
0: all. Yeah, but again, maybe. As she aged, she realized that the addiction was to the opportunities that fame brought her, and it just manifested itself in alcoholism.
1: Yeah, but she was drunk when she was nine, right? But she and, got and she and then she went to rehab when she was thirteen. But so. she got
0: drunk when she was nine because she was the little girl from E.T. who had access to a lot of things that most nine-year-olds don't.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: I heard crazy stories like she was partying in nightclubs when she was like six or seven. Wow! Yeah,
1: that's really, really uh irresponsible. It is. Um, and she had this like later on. She had a very strained relationship with her mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think her name was Jade. Jade Barrymore. Yeah. Yeah. So it's this is crazy. Every time I hear about the Barrymore building. And I think of, like, uh, John Barrymore and the Barrymore. Lionel Barrymore. Yep. And I'm like, oh, wow, Drew Barrymore was a part of that family, is a part of that family. Yeah, she is. Yeah. So it's interesting. That's that's something I never understood, though.
0: Yeah, people make investments. I ain't hating on her, even though some writers might
1: Well, and here's another thing that's off the subject of wine, but like a diabetic, right? I never got this. So I am not diabetic. I don't plan to, to become a diabetic. Oh, I thought you were looking into it. That's <laughs> yeah, my my next career goal. Yes. <laughs> um, I never understood why when uh, diabetics are low on sugar, like their blood sugar is really low, that they have to give themselves more sugar to um to boost their uh blood sugar level high. But sugar is what really got them. Um, what, what what really um led to their diabetes so i never understood that
0: yeah i guess it's a complicated thing i don't know the ins and outs of it i'm not a medical professional so yeah. i can't really answer that question for you yeah, though, I, little jewel.
1: yeah i never i never understood that well good <laughs> but anyway, that's a that's besides the point yeah so um getting back to what we said um about drowning in the bathtub and everything um i lost track of time because of the hot shower it felt really good nice yeah so um anywho but uh, I'm I'm out now so
0: yes I'm glad no alligators snuck up through your toilet or no oh, jeez anything like that although I don't think they could because you're on the third floor
1: no I think I'd have to be on the ground floor right right well I've heard stories about snakes like like snakes getting through people's toilets yeah uh, of course I don't think you would see that here though but I've also heard about rat rats coming in through sewers but I had never heard of a rat actually coming out of somebody's toilet. I have. Really? Yep. You knew someone that it happened to? I've heard stories
0: here and there. It's never happened to me. God willing, knock on wood, it won't.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, But, you know.
1: So remember. I don't want it to. So remember um, that comedian I I, um, I introduced you to Jeannie Robertson, who is no longer here. Yes. She was telling us. She's at sh- the mall. No, she died. Oh, oh.
0: But, Sorry, go ahead
1: uh she was telling a funny story about how her sister convinced her that um rats would come into the toilet at night when you didn't know Mm -hmm. and then she said well why don't you check it out go to the toilet at night and see what happens (laughs) and then she was looking through the toilet and and nothing happened though but she was just freaked out about the rats and i'm like i get that you don't want some fuzzy rodent um biting your you know you know what
0: yeah exactly
1: how how They'll just bite anything.
0: And if you're a woman, what if they crawl inside your cooter? Ow. Although I imagine ah. you could, like, get them out of there pretty quickly. I don't know, though.
1: Ow. That sounds
0: gross. That's got to have happened to some lady where either a rat was in her toilet and it, like, snuck into her vagina. Yeah, but... Or but... she was doing something freaky with a boyfriend and a rat. And a rat got stuck in her, you know, oh. jj
1: well, there was a rumor that Richard Gere, um, yeah, everybody remember that rumor, put a gerbil somewhere, right? That 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 that's a that's a crazy internet rumor.
0: But I'm well, that was around before the internet. But I'm saying in real life, yeah, or,
1: or whatever, yeah. that had
0: to have happened to a woman where she gets a rat inside her vagina, and then how do you deal with that?
1: I well, they grow they grow um, a pretty good size. You know, they grow to the size of cats. They can grow to the size of cats. Mm-hmm. Um, they would have to be, you know, big enough to fit there, because that's not a big opening for a rat to go in. Yeah, it's
0: a. It would have to be like a baby rat or
1: something. <laughs> uh, one of the white rats that your uh, uncle and um um nephew or not nephew, but uncle and cousin found in the plumbing.
0: So mm-hmm. yeah, my. <laughs> so gross. Uncle is a plumber. My cousin is his apprentice, although now he might be a full-on plumber. I don't know. Okay. And my cousin one day was telling me stories about, you know, them cleaning out the sewer system. Mm-hmm. And I guess rats, for the most part, who live down there are black, but occasionally Ew. you'll see an albino rat, and it's really freaky, apparently.
1: Ew, that's so gross. Mm-hmm. I can't believe... I don't know. Um, We used to have mice as pets, and they were domesticated mice, but... And I don't really have... You know, I don't really have necessarily um a problem with mice, but I think they are a little bit gross now. Exactly. Um, just because they're a part of the um the family of uh, rodents now. Yeah. You know, rats and mice are in the, the same family, but rats are or I think
0: gross. Oh. Really gross. Well good. Yeah. Have we a good the little jail. Okay. Yeah, <laughs>
1: anywho, enough about rat. Yeah, he <laughs>
0: really enough about rats. Yeah, well, he yes, I've been reading more in the Robert Moses book. Uh huh, he's talking, or the author rather, is discussing this aquarium that Robert Moses got basically taken out of this um public site. Mm-hmm. and they had to build a new one that cost, like, $11 million when the initial estimates were, like, $2 million during World War II. Uh-huh. And so they charged the public to go and see it. Yeah. It's very interesting. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Oh, wow. He's a very smart guy, but kind of an asshole. And maybe I shouldn't use the term kind of.
1: Well, how would you know that?
0: Well, just from reading the book, babes.
1: Oh, oh, actually, you did tell me some pretty... uh. Disparaging things about Robert Moses and how racist he was and everything and how
0: he conspired against his own brother.
1: Wow. They never talked after After that. that, Yeah. Wow. That's really I really that's so sad to me that um, relatives can get hung up over the the stupidest things and they just never talk until one of them dies. Mm
0: -hmm. Actually, I should correct that a little bit. His brother was in the hospital in 1962 and thought, they thought that he was going to die, so Robert goes to visit him. And then Robert gets him, uh, like, a, basically a job as, like, an intern at some place. Mm-hmm. So the brother can barely make his rent for the last couple of years of his life. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Some people are like that with family.
1: Some people are that conniving. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just so sad. They come from the same family, but one is different than the other.
0: I hope it was worth it to Robert Moses.
1: I guess. Well, and I, and I and I think back about what I told you. I think I told you some, I don't know if I even mentioned this, but there was a bully at my um, elementary school whose name shall not be mentioned. Thank you. But I had a, I, um, so he was a bully to me and other girls and other people.
0: Oh yeah, this is the one you wanted to get with the brother.
1: Well, I couldn't because he was in fourth grade and I was in sixth grade, and oh. there was no way I was going to tell anybody
0: that. <laughs> I'm like a young man. And he
1: never, he never found out. Nice. Never found out as, as far as I know, he never did because I never told anybody.
0: <laughs> Come with me, little boy.
1: Gloves. <laughs> Stop it! I was not thinking that. Okay. <laughs> That's disgusting.
0: I want to learn about women.
1: What gloves? <laughs> No, I don't think you deserve a kiss for
0: okay, that. Okay, well, maybe no. I should deserve a kiss for a laughing then. No, I
1: wasn't laughing. Okay, well, give me a kiss. I was, then. I was appalled. All okay, right, well, give me a kiss. Uh, I, well, there's...
0: you know what? I was testing your humanity, and guess what? You did a good job, and I think mm. your prize should be a kiss. So give me a kiss. No.
1: Come on, come on. Okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Weird boy.
0: I'm normal boy. Ugh.
1: Wow.
0: With weird boy. Okay. But it's okay to be attracted to people who are a little bit younger than you are.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, back then I was twelve, and he was probably nine, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't have worked out anyway. Oh. And I don't know. I mean, he probably wasn't interested into girl. He, he wasn't interested in girls, probably back then.
0: I don't know. I was when I was nine.
1: Okay, well, I, would, I I. just didn't want to find out. I, I was just too shy. But I got over that in seventh grade.
0: Um, and both those boys have since passed away. No. They got in a car accident like a year after you lived.
1: No, that's not true. Yeah, it is. What's their last name?
0: Uh, we don't say names here on this show, babes.
1: Well, unless they're famous.
0: Unless they're famous.
1: Uh, or
0: they were a dick to me personally. Oh, my by goodness. By running the blind cafe.
1: Bubs. <laughs>
0: No, go ahead. Mm-hmm. But they died. They died.
1: No, you,
0: And it was you, very tragic. You
1: don't even know what their you don't even know what their last name I'm not going to say it here. I but know. anyways. I know, but um, May they rest in the peace. Loves. Uh, how come every time I talk about somebody in my past you're like they died yesterday?
0: <laughs> I don't know, but you, <laughs> let's talk about what did happen yesterday in relation to death.
1: Um Yeah, what what happened?
0: Old case. And we knew that they were doing some investigation, but they arrested e. D for the murder of Tupac.
1: And and when and when you said that, I thought you said Kiki D, which is the British singer uh, who sang with um, Elton John on "Don't Go Breaking My Heart." Yes, yeah, she, she really hated <laughs> rap music and had to show of the world that. <laughs> yet she had to kill one of the biggest stars of, of rap in the '90s. Exactly. <laughs> okay, D. E.
0: Yeah. And it was interesting to me because he had admitted to police that he was the driver in the car. So, and I think he did it on condition of anonymity, or not of anonymity, but so he can be charged with anything. Mm -hmm. So they must have found something out to lead them to arrest him. Oh, wow. Because I remember him talking about it on Vlad TV, the lead-up, the fight at Caesar's Palace, then them finding... Tupac on the Sunset Strip and his nephew shooting Tupac. so. Wow. And everybody else in that car is dead. So yeah. really, the only two people who were alive from that night who were in either of the cars was him in that car. And Suge Knight, who was in the car with Tupac. And now Keefy D and Tupac are both in, or Keefy D and Suge Knight are both in jail. Wow. Yeah.
1: And, and Suge Knight will never get out.
0: Uh, he won't get out until he's at least 81 is when he's eligible. Oh, when he's
1: eligible. I thought he wasn't eligible for parole. I think he's
0: when he's in his eighties, but he might not make it that far. He's been having health issues.
1: Um, R. Kelly is not going to make it out until he's, he's not, he won't be eligible until he's 85 and maybe he won't be able to anyway.
0: It's possible he won't make it that long.
1: Yeah. I mean, if, if somebody doesn't, you know, take care of it or he, uh, dies because of, uh, illness or something. That man really ruined his life. I mean, he really did.
0: R. Kelly or yes. Strickland? Knight? Both. Yeah. Both of them did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. But it's just weird that they actually arrested somebody in this case.
1: Yeah, we thought that there would be no arrests.
0: Exactly. It was. I was expecting that this was never going to get solved, that the police have just moved on. But luckily, they found some evidence, I guess. Wow. Yeah. And you want to say innocent until proven guilty, but we know that he was in, at least in the car because he said that to police before. And he said that okay. during an interview.
1: Well, he was innocent until they found more evidence.
0: No, but they know that he was in the car. They knew it before then because he had said it. And I yeah. believe he had said that he was the driver of the car before.
1: Yeah, but it sounds like behind the scenes they were doing some investigation until up until now.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've seen interviews with Keith E.D. on Vlad TV. Yeah. He was he's a little bit of an older guy. I think he's in his 60s. Yeah. But you definitely get the feeling that back in the day he was somebody you didn't want to mess with. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
1: But when you saw him as an older man, what did you think about him?
0: I thought his story was interesting.
1: But you you weren't quite sure if that was true.
0: Well, I mean the story seemed credible that he was involved with the Tupac murder. Yeah based on one, he had already talked to the cops about it uh-huh. to his cousin or his nephew, I believe was a person of interest uh-huh. and pretty much the consensus until yesterday was that his cousin was the one who shot and killed Tupac. Uh-huh. So the, the, uh, there was no reason to doubt his story. Uh-huh. And it's interesting to hear somebody's perspective. And then you also think, yeah, but he killed one of the most iconic musicians of our generation. But then the flip side to that is Tupac was living pretty reckless. So who knows how much longer he would have lived anyway. So like maybe he would have gotten away that night, but have gotten killed like a week later. Because right? there was always these weird stories about Tupac either getting shot at or shooting at somebody and weird stuff happening in, in clubs with him and at recording studios. So I think either way, he wasn't going to live that much more longer anyway, unfortunately. Wow. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that?
1: Uh, I don't know. It's interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I still remember when I where I was when I learned that he got shot. And yeah. I remember where I was... Like, five year, days later. Because I heard the news of him getting shot, like, the next day. And then he he was shot six days before he died. He was saw, shot on a Saturday. I heard about it on Sunday. And then he died that Friday morning. Right. Yeah. And I remember hearing about all that stuff. Because he was... People forget how big he was when he was alive. Yeah. 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 Yes. And it was crazy because he had just performed at the MTV Video Music Awards. Oh, really? And I believe I was watching his performance when it scrawled on the bottom of the screen. On the bottom of the screen that Tupac was shot and in the hospital. And my sister read it. Oh, well. Yeah. It's crazy stuff. You do wonder, though, if he had gotten his life together, what would he be doing now? Tupac, that is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. D. Yeah. Yes.
1: I'm guessing that's his stage name. What? station well that was the name he went by but that's he wasn't he a rapper by. though no I know he just he just used that name
0: yeah um he owned like an automotive store yeah uh-huh. where I I mean I don't know if that's the proper terminology but basically they would take these cars and kind of like trick them out for famous rappers oh wow and in the interview with Vlad TV he said that method man or not uh, red man was a regular customer of his he knew a lot of other people because of his automotive uh, business.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was pretty interesting stuff. Oh, well, Yeah. How do you feel about that there? I don't know. Interesting.
1: Yeah. It's very interesting.
0: You now we just got to find out who killed Kurt Cobain. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: No, he killed himself.
0: Yeah. Well, there's always those rumors that Courtney was Courtney involved with it. But him. I don't know if that's true or not. I know yeah. that her... I've heard that her father believes that that's true.
1: That that she did it?
0: Yeah, or that she was involved in it somehow.
1: Wow. Yeah, there's some messed up people and and those are two people that shouldn't should never be parents. Exactly. And, and that poor that poor baby, I, I um I'm hoping that somebody was um taking care of her when all this was going on. It's
0: unfortunate she was actually abandoned by Courtney like three days after the after Kirk killed himself
1: she was yeah and
0: then Tupac came over and started raising her as his daughter and then he dies in Vegas like a couple years later
1: Loves I made that up that would be a weird story that would be a weird story but it wouldn't surprise me if she really did abandon her
0: I don't know but I've heard that they don't talk
1: yeah she might have been raised by um one of their sets of parents
0: I heard that she was mostly raised by Kirk's mother Oh, really? Of course, what do I know? Mm. Right? These are just, like, internet rumors. It's yeah, not like poor, I know these people. That
1: poor girl. I mean, because she, it, it's not going to be hard for her now, and she's already an adult. Yeah. It's not going to be hard for her now to find horror stories about what her mom was doing when she was younger. Oh, and, she already knows that stuff. She I'm probably sure. already knows, yeah, and her dad is like, what, my parents are... Are, we're terrible. She's worth
0: something like $50 million. It might even be more than that. The daughter? Yeah, because she inherited Kurt's publishing. Wow. To his songs. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So she gets, she's got some cash. She's getting paid. I guess. Yes. Yeah.
1: I think her name was Frances Bean. That's
0: right. And you wonder, too, I mean, obviously, what would have happened if Kurt Cobain had lived? Would he still making edgy be making edgy music or would he kind of like become more mainstream? And honestly, you never know, but I get the sense that over time he would have slowly become more mainstream and he'd be on like his fourth wife by now, you know, that type of thing, I guess, but you never know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I remember when I was, when he died. Oh, really? Yeah. Where were you? Same apartment. I was living in when I heard the Tupac stuff. But of course, this was a couple of years earlier. I'm hanging out with one of my cousins and we're watching, uh, I believe Sally, Jesse Raphael.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: you remember back in the days before, like the five o'clock news, they do like the preview stories. Mm-hmm. This is channel two. I want to say it was Julie Emery was reading some news stories. And she says, and a, uh, uh, what was it And a popular musician from the band nirvana is dead tonight so we were both kind of shocked and my cousin said oh your sister is really into that band because i i was just a little bit too young from nirvana and i was kind of like more of a movie kid Mm -hmm. maybe i wasn't too young but i was i was not into nirvana at the time now since then i've gone back and listened to some of their stuff and i really enjoy it Mm -hmm. but at the time that wasn't really my jam and we watched the news story, and they said Kurt Cobain, the lead singer of Nirvana, uh, killed himself early this morning after uh, leaving rehab a couple of days earlier. I mean, they phrase it more eloquently than that, but you know. Well, what do you think about this? I don't know. Oh,
1: I I um I remember. I think this happened um, before I entered the ninth grade.
0: This was April of nineteen ninety
1: four. Yes, I was um. I was uh, just turning 14. Yes. And I don't remember. I, I might have, I don't remember where I was when I found out about it. But I, I was hearing it all over the news about him dying.
0: It was a Friday. I remember that. Yeah. So, at the time, what was your relation to the band Nirvana? Had you ever listened to them stuff? their stuff or um, were you aware of them?
1: I listened a little bit. And then I, I had um a friend... I uh I met this girl in eighth grade who was really into the band hole. Okay. Um and she liked uh Nirvana and Aerosmith. Um I listened to a little bit of Nirvana, but I wasn't really a big fan. I mean, I've heard them on SNL. Yeah. And I heard them on, you know, some things on MTV, but I wasn't really like a super fan, and I didn't know um that he was from Washington state. I I didn't know much about his story. Mhm. So I wasn't really a fan. I I just thought it was sad that he died so young. Um, and then I found out later on that, you know, Kurt Cobain was married to Courtney Love at one time and they had a, a little girl. Yes. What was interesting about the do the documentary that we saw?
0: Montage the pack. Yep. Go ahead.
1: It was um it was really um interesting when you saw clips of them taking care of their baby Mm. and you know that they're very dysfunctional in their own way Mm -hmm. and they're dysfunctional together so i thought it was interesting yes yeah (laughs) and i'm like oh boy these 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 people cannot be parents right (laughs) that's what i was thinking and i'm like they're they're doing some weird things and the baby's crying oh i think they love their child but they just Couldn't be parents because it just seems so dysfunctional. I think you
0: were talking, what you're probably thinking of, because there's a couple of different scenes of them with Frances being in the movie Mm -hmm. Home Videos. And you might be thinking of the birthday scene where she's turning one years old. Courtney's trying to cut her hair and she's trying to have Kurt hold her. And Kurt is like strung out on heroin, I think.
1: Uh, Yeah. And they're kind of fighting in the middle of this. And then there were some, there were some you know fun videos where they're they're taking care of their baby oh. um and then i think um they showed a video of them at their house and he's playing the guitar yeah um, cuz i remember when she was the one of the girlfriends that he dated was saying that he stopped working and all he wanted to do was play and sing and he didn't know what he wanted to do oh. you remember that vaguely yes kind of yes. um yeah there was yeah that was a weird scene and there was other scenes where they were taking care of the baby and it just I'm like, yeah, they should not have, they should not have kids. (laughs) They're just. Yeah. When I, when I heard that Courtney wanted to have a baby, I'm like, she can't take care of herself. Yeah.
0: This is going to sound really weird, Yeah. but I'm very glad that Courtney love only had one kid. I mean, it's not something I wake up in the middle in the night and go like, yes, you only had one, but you know, in a world where Courtney love has like 16 kids, or a world where she only has one child. I'd rather live in the world where she only produced once.
1: I'm just happy that she didn't, you know, put any more children through misery by her habits. You know, because she has some very terrible uh, habits of going nuts and just being off the wall crazy like that. It's weird
0: know. that she's still alive. Like, um, see somebody you think would have just, like, burned out years ago and died.
1: yeah. I mean, she didn't seem like strung out when she was interviewed, but when she played um, Woody Harrelson's wife on um, People versus, Larry, versus Flint. Larry Flint, it's such a great she role. she was very good in that role. Yeah. And you know that she knows she had experiences yeah. with being drugged out and all that.
0: Yeah, I mean, the reason that she's great in that movie is because it's basically Courtney with a different name and a different lover, right? Mm-hmm. Rich lady who does drugs
1: <laughs> yeah, and is
0: married to a powerful dude.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 And, you know, Larry Flint had his issues, of course. Absolutely. But she was just crazy. I forgot how she died. Do you remember?
0: Yeah, I know. She got HIV yeah. in like the early 80s and passed away.
1: Because of drug use?
0: Yeah. I think it was through intravenous drug use. She, that's how she contracted it. Okay. She died in like 87, I want to say, but she caught it in, in 83. I hope I'm getting the dates right, but it's something I, like that.
1: I thought it was kind of a weird scene when he was watching videos of her.
0: Yeah, that's such a powerful scene at the end after he gets the call that he won the lawsuit. And he's like kind of talking to her and he's saying, hey, you smile for me now because you're going to be old one day. And she's looking through the TV and she's like, I'm not going to be old. You're going to be old.
1: And then, and then he told her to strip yep and 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 yeah i i know that was a that was a very interesting scene i i I don't know what i don't know how to think about that scene
0: we're gonna recreate that later tonight so no thanks well just so you can get more in touch with that scene itself we're gonna recreate the shooting of her part of the scene not me like looking at the tv that'll come years and years from now
1: no that's okay i'm not a crazy drugged out
0: person Buzz. oh
1: as you know i know but
0: you know just so you can understand it a little bit more i think i i think
1: helping. i understand it plenty but i don't know I, you you, know. <laughs> okay um let's talk about let's talk about um uh did we watch it we did watch did we watch a mary a child Moore yesterday we didn't right yes we did we did okay let's talk about that really quick before i get to the movies
0: Okay, basically what happened... I thought we talked about it yesterday, but... Did we talk about it yesterday? I don't know. Uh,
1: We did not because we did that before. Okay. Before we we watched it. Really quick
0: because it's already past 1230 and I know you need to get a snack. I do. Before this, the class meeting starts. So, the ratings are down at WJM. Uh Uh-huh. A consultant is hired... To help them shape up the news. Yeah. And there's some contention there. Mm -hmm. But he gets the ratings up by one point. Sue Ann is upset because they're advertising the news in the middle of her show. Ted was... Not that happy at first because one of the notes was less Ted, more footage. Right. But when the ratings go up, he tells the consultant, you know, I've always been trying to get them to have less of me and more footage.
1: <laughs>
0: Mary decides to hold a party for this guy and then he announces he's leaving and he's done all he can for the station.
1: Yeah, that's the program manager. And it was, it was a, I like,
0: huh? I thought he was a consultant. Sorry, I, mean, uh, I might be wrong. No, he
1: was a, yeah, he was a program, uh, program whatever you call it consulting nice again. go ahead yeah it was it was a good episode
0: yeah it was yeah i liked it
1: well i thought it was really funny when georgette gave um ted uh, one uh two uh blue socks and she's like well i i couldn't like i i gave you i bought you some blue socks and i couldn't find um just one
0: yeah because he had put on a blue and black sock that morning
1: yeah, and you said, oh, yeah, and you know, uh, Mary said that it's probably, I probably have socks that look just like these at home. <laughs> because he, he didn't realize that they come in pairs. Yes. Oh, my goodness.
0: It's a good episode, babes. Yeah. So dinner. Yes. Talk about it.
1: We made this um, Italian uh, dish, but we uh, made some changes. The dish called for anchovies, and both of us didn't want anchovies.
0: So we chopped up. A couple of pepperoni pieces,
1: uh-huh, and we added me. uh some basil, mm-hmm. and uh we also made some garlic bread with uh um butter and basil and rosemary, and um it was super good.
0: I liked it a lot
1: and um we um he the 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 person who made it, he was saying, Oh um, put some peas in there and I'm like, peas, I don't know if that's gonna taste good.' But it tasted really good. They're past. on point.
0: It was basically James from Sip and Feast did this recipe like a month ago, and I saw it and thought it would be really good to recreate here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We use the food processor,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and what would what did you think after my demonstration about how easy it was to not only shred cheese but get the
1: the onion onion ready? That was really easy. I mean that that took seconds, really. Yeah. I mean. Um, if you don't count the the cutting and the the quartering of the onion, and then you put the pieces in there, that took like literally seconds to shred.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought you'd like it because of that.
1: Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: We got the bread out before the actual. I guess let's like a casserole went in. Uh huh. And there was some leftover sauce, so we used it for dipping.
1: Yep. And uh, we just finished it off, and it was it was really good, and I suggested that if we make it the next time we should use um a white rice.
0: I agree with you. The brown rice was good.
1: But I think the white rice would make it taste um even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um and the white and the brown rice has a different texture. Yeah it does. I think I think brown rice tastes better with other things, but sometimes white rice just is what hits the spot.
0: It's horrible for you, but it does taste Well really I don't know.
1: Good. You know I've been Hearing that brown rice isn't exactly the most healthiest, too, because it has arsenic Arsenic in it. it. But I've also heard that white rice, like people were saying bad things about white rice, but it actually is better than brown rice. But then I also heard, so I'm very confused. I also heard that black rice is the best rice.
0: You know what's going to happen, babes? What? We're going to try black rice. And if we love it, then like a week later, we're going to find out that it's like the worst rice for you. (laughs) And if we hate it... Then we'll, you know, never hear another bad thing about it again. Well,
1: and that's why, you know, when I'm by myself, I don't eat much rice because I'm just, you know, because I've heard so many different things about it. I'll eat rice if I'm with my family or with you Mm -hmm. or, but I just don't eat rice when I'm much by myself. Sometimes I do, but very rarely, like once in a while, because I don't know if, if rice is good. And then lately I haven't been buying a lot of bread. Um, Except for sourdough. Yeah. Sourdough is really good. Yeah, I love sourdough. I think sourdough is the best bread. We're probably
0: going to make another loaf next weekend, or loaf, or however you want to say it. Loaf. Yeah, of chocolate, cranberry, sourdough, banana bread. (laughs) So so good. Yeah, really good. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so that is good.
0: The meal came out great. We're excited. And then, babes. Yep. We watched some stuff. So, from, yeah.
1: so the first movie that we watched was called The Road to Ruin. And we didn't know what this was going to be about.
0: I think it's from like 34, 1934
1: or 32. Uh, something I like
0: thought that. it was, was it 31?
1: Maybe oh, no. so. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I think it was
0: 1934.
1: Yeah. Never Star- heard of it, huh?
0: Stars a youngish, Diane Feinstein. No, it doesn't. As a mother of these teenagers. Oh, my God. No, sorry, go ahead.
1: So it was about you know the teenage life and it was kind of interesting how they address these issues because there was a girl named Ann Dixon who had these friends who uh, drop her off and she's you know going study with this guy named Tommy and it sounded like they were you know they were in love with each other and and um, things come uh-huh. to a head for them when they go to this lake with their friends uh-huh. and the. The last thing you see before it fades to black is that they're kissing and then she's on the ground. They're both on the ground, right? Yep. And the parents are wondering what's going on. And they can't figure out why she's so late. And then she, you see her and she's crying and she's upset with um, Tommy. And... He says, I'm, I'm sorry, I, you know, I didn't mean to do that. And I don't know what he did.
0: We don't, but it's kind of implied that maybe he tried to rape her or that he did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or that he, you know, or that they they um, they um had sex for the first time and she was upset that that happened. Or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, because he took her virginity. Yes. Yeah. And so she goes back home. She wasn't um happy, but she went back home. And, of course, she wasn't going to tell her parents what happened. So all these things are going on. Tommy has a drinking problem and something happens to where he gets arrested. I think he was causing some kind of disturbance, right? Something like that. And, um, some guy named Ralph decides to, um, him and his friend decide to go after, um, Anne and her friend Eve. So Ralph ends up taking Anne away from Tommy and, uh, Things were going on. They go to wild. They go to this wild party and all these other things. And um, the the kids are uh, taken away and uh, because the police were called. Anne and Eve are being talked to by this cop, and she tells them, "Well, you you both have to be examined." Which I never understood that. Yeah. Because there had to be a reason why they were going to be examined, and it turns out that they were able to find out that um, these two girls have had sex. So they called them sex delinquents, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of a weird name.
0: Yes. That'd be a cool name for a group, though, the sex delinquents. <laughs> it's
1: like the sex pistols. Yes. Anyway, so the sex delinquents. <laughs> and, um, and then Anne confessed to Eve that, you know, in, in no uncertain terms, that uh, Ralph got her pregnant. And
0: she realizes she that know. she's going to have a son. And the boar saw. Oh, jeez. That was a oh. lot joke to for me last no, night. No, that was... I didn't think it was that.
1: Above, <laughs> that's the opposite. You thought it was funny. I thought it was just tasteful. I
0: don't know why you told it to me then. But keep on going, <laughs> babes.
1: What else, babes? I think I think the viewers know that you're the one who's uh, um, making all these weird jokes. Oh, my
0: goodness. Keep going, babes. It might have been me. Ooh,
1: clean shaving
0: Make it a little yellow?
1: Baby face. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> really cool. Thank you. Anyway... So, um, Ralph and Anne take, you know, Ralph and Ann go to the doctor. She, we don't know what's involved in this operation, but it's implied that it's an abortion. Yeah. The, um, she gets very, very sick. They take her home. She gets very sick and it a fever. And then in the ending scene, she's talking to both of her parents on both sides of her. They're each holding
0: one of her hands. They're
1: each holding one of her hands. And she... Says, well, the road, blah, 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 blah. And then I forgot what she, it was hard to hear her, but she ended up dying like that. And it was, that was the end of the movie.
0: It was. Yeah. This isn't the best movie. There's obviously some parts of it go a little bit too overboard as far as uh, she has an abortion and the next thing you know, she's dead. But,
1: but, but, but but young women can be killed by abortions like that. I know,
0: I know, honey, but I'm just saying. (laughs)
1: I like how you said that.
0: And she has sex with a couple of dudes, and then all of a sudden she's pregnant. And yes, I know this stuff can happen in real life, and it uh, does, uh-huh. but it is...
1: But but the holding the holding kind of, of her hands yeah. from both sides of her was kind of weird.
0: Now, having said that, abortion and teenage girls and rape weren't really discussed in movies in the 1930s. Or divorce. Yeah.
1: Because... um because I think someone asked um, Ann about her um, mom getting a divorce from her dad, mm-hmm. and that somebody was um, <clears throat> had a crush on her mom or something. Yes. So I thought that was I thought that was very sad, uh, very interesting and sad. It was. Um, and then you didn't hear about teenage girls drinking together, right? You didn't hear, you didn't really see that. No. Yes, they did drink a lot in in those movies but you saw that you know with adults uh, with primarily. adults and you didn't see that with teenage kids
0: it was good it was yeah. interesting i'd probably give it a seven
1: i give it a seven yeah there's some questionable things but i give it a seven yes at least.
0: so after this we watched the country music documentary the ken burns one and we wrapped it up i we are running short on time yeah and there's a lot we want to get into with that so i say we save that discussion for tomorrow and maybe we end this with you telling about the dream you had last night if that's okay with you.
1: That's totally fine. Um, I had this weird dream that I was back at my um, old house that I used to live in before I, um, I moved in here and I opened the door to the backyard patio that was right outside my bedroom and I let the little dog out that I used to take care of. This is my ex-roommate's dog and he didn't come back in and I didn't close the door so I w- walked outside and this woman was helping me find the dog and I think we found the dog, and she was carrying her own little dog, and then um, I woke up.
0: Okay, good little, j well That was it. We should probably end this with a kiss. I know it's kind of abrupt, but... That's you
1: know, okay. I understand. Yeah,
0: and you want a snack.
1: Okay.
0: But we'll talk about country music tomorrow.
1: Oh, my goodness. All
0: right, I love you, J-Lo.
1: I love you too, mister.
0: Thank you, missus. <laughs> All
1: right,
0: bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye.